Welcome to the Rap Drugs Pod. Yo, yo. <laughs> the Research and Psychedelic Show. Yeah. Welcome back for another episode. Thanks for, uh, you know, being part of the cartel. But uh, me and Todd realize we're not doing enough on the psychedelic drugs. So we're trying to we're trying to bring some of that stuff back more. But it's just hard when all this other crazy research intelligence stuff is going down <laughs> yeah <laughs> while we're trying to cover old psychedelic based intelligence stuff yeah i was just trying to look into a little bit of lsd research and all of a sudden the eye uncovered an entire government conspiracy i feel like yeah <laughs> exactly. exactly it's not on purpose it's it's unfortunately unfortunately the conspiracies are unrolling in front of our eyes so it's we can't avoid it but uh yeah what do you do yeah what do you do but yeah uh if you're like joe rogan and don't read or can't read or something our podcast is right for you <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's our new motto but no i'm teasing i'm kidding i love i fucking love joe rogan i know I've, we've rolled out some clips where we're talking about joe rogan and maybe you don't know if you like him or hate him but i watch every episode i through from the start to the end usually on youtube Usually I don't actually look at the screen because I'm working, but I'll have it going. I'll be listening in and out. Some episodes I've rewatched and got to watch. Uh, I I just think I should be able to share my thoughts on it, and I don't have to agree with him because he says that. Like, and yeah. be an open-minded, smart. So I like I like hearing what that view thinks. I also like listening to the other side. But I really respect Joe. I know he's disciplined. He's a way smarter cat than me. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I don't read much, if at all, anymore either. So can't can't, can't really even knock it. <laughs> yeah. But at least I know how to read. I don't know if he does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he knows how to read. I like the guy. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Joe. I'm I, like, I like how I've, we, uh... I've seen him read on his podcast all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. What were you saying about Joe? Oh, uh, just how much I've seen him change since I started watching him to where he is today. True. Like, I've seen a lot of people in point now now. Like, he used to, do you know Dave Rubin? Uh, yeah, yeah. He Not used really, to have Dave Rubin on a lot. Yeah. And he, back when he first tried to get his start, and then the more, Joe Rogan had him on like three times. It seemed like the more he talked to him and the more he supported, like, Candace Owens. <laughs> and, like, they got into this one argument over, like, uh, permits. Uh, oh. And how, like, Dave Rubin was like, there shouldn't – or not permits. Uh, rest- I don't know, building restrictions. What do you call those? Is that – Yeah. that's what, like, Whatever that is. Permits yeah. and different stuff, yeah. Yeah, Dave Rubin was just like they saying you shouldn't have any restrictions at all. Like it should be free market regulates like building restrictions. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. kind of crazy libertarian view. Well, and even- Joe Rogan's like my dad was an architect. Like I I know this stuff. Like been personally dealing with this stuff. This this <laughs> I know construction guys will cut any corner there is. Right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Even uh, <laughs> Peter Schiff like kind of went too yeah. far. <laughs> like yeah. nothing wrong with being libertarian but when you're in puerto rico saying like oh nobody needs to pay taxes like you're an idiot <laughs> like remember when there was a hurricane there and they needed all that relief like 
what do you, who do you think paid for it? Just you? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a dumbass. He, yeah, exactly. he said multiple times that I they're, do agree. Lucky, Government's that they're not, a, not a state and that they should stay not a state. Yeah, he's so, he seems so high on blow. That's why he was yeah. drinking clear liquor. The, my favorite <laughs> my favorite video is when he went and he got a microphone and an amp and started yelling at the uh, Occupy Wall Street people. Yeah. He was yeah. like, you guys are all dummies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't believe how much he cut off Joe Rogan. Like, I yeah. wanted to turn that pod off every 15 minutes, but at the same time, like, I couldn't stop listening to this guy spit garbage because I was like, oh man is joe gonna school him and he did a few times but at the same time it was like he like he just had no facts behind his argument yeah like he's not wrong on some accounts but it's like those conspiracy theorists like you you can't have a seed of truth in a field of bullshit like it's gonna (laughs) grow a tree yeah but (laughs) yeah yeah that's only gonna be one tree you need a lot of seeds of truth to have a forest so true man yeah yeah Yeah. but yeah it's it's interesting because yeah dave he's used to be a lot more supportive of these kind of guys and then now he's more so like he won't even let dave rubin on anymore Dave Rubin was talking about he wrote a book and he was like i've contacted joe's people and they won't even answer me back and shit yeah that's (laughs) good that's good i because yeah i there's nothing wrong with like alex jones who's like an entertainer like yeah that would be like saying like, oh, Little Wayne promotes gang violence. He's a, he's worse than like the biggest gang leader in Chicago or LA. Like, what? Like, no. This this yeah. guy's entertainment. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's not he's not going out and telling people to shoot up Sandy Hook. He's not saying it didn't. He is saying it didn't happen, but like. That's because he's ranting, like, trying to be hilarious yeah. and just saying whatever you heard people say behind he, the scenes. He, like, yeah, he just wanted to be the first person to say it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That was the but, thing. And then now, now he says he doesn't say it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which but is like, so funny. At the but... same time, yeah, like, these people do need to be disciplined and put in the corner, timeouts. I understand yeah. the cutting off the ads. Maybe suspend them from YouTube for 14 days. Alex Jones radio's back. I'm not, I'm not turning it on. I'm trying to stay away from the info wars because uh, tinfoil hats even become too much for me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sam Tripoli's. Yeah. Show, but yeah. I, Joe Rogan's been so awesome. Like, uh, I, can't, I can't say enough about how much I love his show, how much I love anytime they get into psychedelics, even when they don't and just take psychedelics with like Post Malone and do a four-hour show, like, that was a dope ass episode even just shooting <laughs> shit like it's just so good to watch it's hard to it's hard not to enjoy a good conversation even if you're not part of it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah res- all respect to joe uh nothing but love just want to chat about it and have some questions that's the only thing where why isn't rupaul going on there i is it the guests who don't want to go or is it like you, like Dave Rubin kind of thing, where it's like we j- just don't answer them because we've got our own yeah. people that we know well, what they're gonna say and trust them. You also gotta just think like, like I don't know, Joe's getting all kinds of people asking him to go on a show all the time. That's all yeah. you hear. They're all his friends are getting harassed to go on their shows just so they can ask to go on Joe's show. Yeah, like yeah. it's just but ridiculous. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. It is. So how, he, how is he supposed to decide? And he's also running a business. You know, he's trying to feel the most appealing. And he's probably a dumbass that's got it in his head that there's those kinds of people wouldn't be super uh, widening his audience, maybe. Yeah, because that's the you know what I mean? exactly that's the other thing. Maybe he doesn't want to seem like a sellout and like he's switching up to uh, get more of an audience. Yeah, or maybe he's got some crazy thing planned. Maybe he couldn't do it on YouTube, and now the Spotify deal is going to change it up. True, true, but yeah, it would be dope. I just want to see a transgendered person on so I can say Joe Rogan's not a turf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> trans I don't know what a turf is. Trans exclusionary radical feminist. I don't know. Because at this is. point, trans exclusionary <laughs> radical feminist. So you okay. don't believe you believe in science that female is a, a woman based on X Y. It being male and XX being female or whatever the hell the chromosomes is. And you don't yeah. like, you don't um, understand any misrepresentation in organs or uh, chemical imbalance, hormone imbalance. So yeah. Yeah. I don't want to get, <laughs> I don't into know it. what any of that means. <laughs> I, I don't want to get into it. I couldn't it. even follow that. That basic, sounds real confusing. Basically I hope. there's hermaphrodites. <laughs> in both chemical and genital and no one wants to address that um, oh okay and at the same time oh, some people are sense. like there's only two that's genders easy, yeah. that's which, a better way to explain it i don't know what yeah. the hell you were saying other time i was saying more technical <laughs> terms but yeah thank you for telling me to break it down <laughs> yeah but yeah there's only two some people say there's only two genders um there's you might be right saying there's only two sexes i think or maybe it's the other way around. I don't know. One or the other. Yeah, but I feel like all this it's, is just silly. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, not correct. It's semantics. It's exactly. Cares? It's splitting hairs. It's splitting if you want to do, people could do what they want. It's that's, like that's what it comes down to. Yeah, caring that people <laughs> caring that people don't want to be set called he or her is just as bad as caring that people call you he or her. Like yeah. both sides are retarded. For lack of a better word, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Both sides are stupid. Sorry. Yeah. I, can't, I don't know if I can say that word or not. I haven't been diagnosed with anything. <laughs> so <laughs> I yeah. apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been diagnosed. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I wanted to get into the recent news, your Sunday's finest. Yeah, man. So I want to start. Start with, start uh, off with the good start, drug news. Start with sports. sports. Start with sports. Because, <laughs> yeah, just some more respect to Joe Rogan because I grew up watching Fear Factor and that kind of got me into uh, the UFC when it came out and also, like, my grandpa watching it, the OG. Uh, our grandpa watching the OG UFC stuff and having that shirt and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, last night there was a UFC fight night. I forget what the number was, but Brunson versus Shabazian. Oh, yeah. UFC Vegas 5, I think is what it was called. I turned it on at the end of the prelim card. Jonathan Martinez knocked out this Frankie Sainz, like threw a fucking knee, and then just boom, boom, boom. Like, <laughs> the guy was like, dead. <laughs> is that how it happened, Jay? <laughs> basically, basically. You sound like a three-year-old. <laughs> basically. I should get the scores. Oh, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I should get the score story up on it. Do I have? Do I have? <laughs> oh, 75 million. <laughs> and then the other UFC player went. <laughs> <laughs> that that was basically him. But yeah, this this crazy thing happened when, at the start of the main card. Trevin Giles <laughs> in about he was about to do a bout versus Kevin Holland, and he yeah. fainted backstage. So they had to cancel his fight, which was some BS for him, unfortunately. <laughs> so that was some kind of ridiculous stuff. Uh, where's more of these score things? Sorry. I want to I cover it properly, so I'm bringing up the true news as it happened. Uh, right on. But, yeah, what was the first fight after Kevin Holland and Giles? Bobby Green and Venata. So that one went the distance. That one was a pretty good <laughs> – uh, slugfest. Bobby Green was just, it was a good first round, kind of, kind of even. And then Bobby Green really stepped it up and just was hitting him with the punches, just like his fists turned into cement. Um, he was backing <laughs> up, he was throwing kicks, he was doing everything right, just playing good defense. Uh, took him down a few times, but he couldn't stop the takedowns, which was insane. But yeah, it was yeah. it was crazy. It was crazy. But yeah, that Sounds other crazy. that first fight, I why I sounded like a child is because uh, uh, Martinez got UFC. I think he got a fight fight of the night or something. He was asking for it. So like, oh, you were just so excited about it. Yeah, and I just <laughs> only turned it on. I only caught the third round, and it was like destroyed him. So I'm like, oh yeah. I don't, I don't think I missed anything earlier, but maybe I did. <laughs> yeah, the, next, the next fight, another uh, color, black guy with a color as his last name, Randy Brown, <laughs> versus Vincent Luke. But this time it went the other way. Uh, it was Randy Brown's like this big, tall, gangly looking guy like me. And he's got okay. these long ass, tiny toothpick legs. And <laughs> Vincent was just like destroying the legs with kicks. So after you do that for a bit, the other guy loses all his power. So, because <laughs> he has like, you know, he's just weak. He can't do like the hip swings. He's like, oh, he's yeah. like jello. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that was good. Uh, good slugfest at the end. Ended up being a KO or TKO where Randy Brown was trying to like touch the floor. He was bent right over against the cage. And Luke like kept him like held his head almost up and just boom, kneed him and destroyed him. And then just threw that a few illegal. more punches. Holy it, shit. it almost was. But if, <laughs> if your hands aren't touching the ground, if you're just reaching, it is legal. What? So, yeah. You can hold so, their head though? Yeah. You can smash it off your he, leg? He held, him, wow. he held him up from touching the ground because he was against the fence. He was trying to just dodge. It was just a like dumb, dumb defense. Yeah, so he okay. got caught hard. He got two punches. He couldn't even get up for a bit. And, like, the ref only <laughs> raised Luque's hand. And Randy Brown was sitting in a stool in the corner or getting dragged off in, in a stretcher or some dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> but that was really dope. That was a dope fight to watch, too. Uh, and then the next fight, Joanne Calderwood versus Jennifer Maya was pretty interesting. Uh, Joanne Calderwood ended up getting a takedown and had her was on top. Jennifer Mayo started throwing some jujitsu on her black belt jujitsu, 
really showed it. Ended up like getting her towards an arm bar. Joanne Calderwood almost got out, putting the shin on the face, doing the right move. But Jennifer Maya, tough as nails, could beat the fucking shit out of me easily. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he just fucking kept holding. Ended up getting the girl over to the other side and going hard, cranking the arm so hard. Calderwood tapped, and that was at the end of the first round. So, like, just like uh, last week, if you heard the pod, Weirdrum versus Gustavuson, this girl, this girl pulled off <laughs> the same fucking shit, black, black belt jiu-jitsu style. <laughs> so that was nuts. And then uh, Brunson, <laughs> Brunson versus – but so good to see the woman fighting, like, on the same level as the men, if not better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then here's another one. The interesting transition, Shabazi, Shabazin – he trained with Ronda Rousey growing up, like as a little kid. Okay. He was training with Ronda Rousey. With her? Like under yeah. her or like next with to her. her? With her, like sparring partner. Like okay. he was 15 years old uh, beating up her. She was beating up him. You know, that kind of shit. Yeah. Because you probably can't get a guy to like agree to it, but it, you should be able to. I don't know. I'd fight girls if they asked me to. <laughs> I, I feel here. honored Jason I get, wants to beat up girls I don't want to beat them up I'm <laughs> going to get beat up This is. I just want to get yeah. better Like Jason I, likes to get beat by women It's yeah. his sexual pleasure <laughs> that's, that's more it That's more it exactly. There we go, we get to the bottom <laughs> you, of this You got it straight up <laughs> But yeah in the, in the, Enough about that disgusting shit In the final fight of the night Brunson and Shabazian was was really good. First round, uh, kind of kind of even, kind of balancing. Brunson maybe up a bit. Second round, Brunson was just going in on Buddy, just like before. Like he was just lining him up. Boom, 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 boom. You know, okay. little kid type shit again. This was another yeah. good one for fight of the night. Like, yeah. And then at the end of the round, he was on top of him doing some ground and pounds. Okay. Got up, looked like he could have rocked the guy, but they didn't call the fight. Uh, he threw this huge elbow, cut his thing wide open. Herb Dean yeah. had the doctor come out and everything. Was he, he kneeing him in the kidney? That's always good. <laughs> yeah, he was doing that kidney. earlier in the round. Kidney right knees on. and foot stomps yeah. at the cage yeah. side, you know. Yeah. Smart yeah. moves, being smart. Uh, Cisco <laughs> haircut, he had the blonde on the nice dark skin, you know. Something I only wish I could do. <laughs> yeah, I look more sense. like the other guy who was getting beat up. You know, he was trying to keep his hair cool mid-fight. That's when I knew he was going to lose. He was just like, Whew. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. done, done. Yeah, it's already over. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> trying to keep the hair out of the eyes. But, yeah. After he probably the... already sold his ass for a dive. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. That would be we smarter. All think, we all that know the be... UFC is fake and yeah. not real like wrestling. Yeah. It's, well, <laughs> WWE did take over a while ago, but I don't want to get into conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> but, so... He got knocked out, basically. Yeah. Herb Dean brought in the ref at the end of the round because the round was over when he was getting knocked out. The ref said he's okay to go. Shabazian looked like he wasn't. Came out, got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> TK. <laughs> yeah. It was so good to see. Really good card. I got to hit the bathroom quick right now. So I'll be back. All right, we're back. Man, on Joe Rogan. They've started like cutting for going to the bathroom, or they maybe they've always done that when there's only been one guest, but it's not a live stream anymore. Oh, 
True. But, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes people are like, oh, what's going on when this thing is cut? Like, you realize they're also talking before and after the pot. <laughs> 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 yeah <laughs> but yeah that was the that was the ufc card it was pretty dope uh i'm a big fan of joe i'm kind of sad <laughs> he didn't comment um he wasn't a ringside commentator at this one but then again it was a fight night he doesn't do that shit usually uh, and he didn't go to fight island but the last did you uh do you see what? the uh the parody clip of uh Joe Rogan and Elon Musk as Rick and Morty. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, man. You got to watch it. It's so funny. Funniest That's video good. I've ever watched. Nice. If you haven't seen it, it's, it's Joe. Joe Rogan's like a dumbass like Morty. Yeah. <laughs> and Elon Musk is a total asshole version of himself. <laughs> <laughs> bringing Joe along and getting nice. him into trouble in space. so won't ruin it for everybody. Nice. That's so awesome. Yeah, I've got to, I've got to watch it too. So thanks for not doing it for me. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, the same thing. Uh, I wonder. Joe Rogan doesn't want to be associated with like Brendan Schaub or uh, Brian Callen or <laughs> anyone I know, else anymore. I Maybe. Yeah. I know the last fight night it was like uh, Joey Diaz and Tony Hinchcliffe because Joe. Because those guys had coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. And Eddie Bravo was at Fight Island or something. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was just kind of crazy because uh, <clears throat> we didn't talk much during the fights. He liked watching them and breathing heavy. Same with Tony yeah. Hinchcliffe. They they both like are just into being to watching the fights, which I can't blame. Like I don't yeah. want to talk much during either. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make for as good as entertainment though. I wonder if that. Segment's gonna keep doing as well without those guys. No, but he's I gonna think have they'll to be something. back. But what you do you think? So, yeah. I don't do you know. think this After Brian hearing... Callen news is real? <laughs> yes, you do? I do, man. It's too. Have you read it? It's no. it's pretty fucking real, man. Like the Crystalia stuff. I was like, I don't know. Let's wait and see what's going on. We got not enough information. Seems like probably he's done some bad things, questionably legal, maybe. Brian yeah. Callen seems like he legitimately did some fucked up shit. Damn. At least once. Damn. And like and and the other thing that freaked me out is like he immediately came out and was like, I have never done anything wrong ever. Like oh, the first yeah. day. You know what that's, I mean? That's unfortunate. Yeah. And then did you watch his response to Chris D'Elia? He he was like over the top crying and stuff. The whole thing is really just bothering me. True. I'm wondering that's where fair. Brennan Shab sits with all of this though. I don't well, like. I don't want. I don't like the other dude, but yeah. Yeah, what? Brendan Shab's all right. I like just because I watched him on the Ultimate Fighter with Kimbo Slice. Like, I seen yeah. him from that point to now. I can respect, even though there's a lot of haters. Uh, he's also kind of like just a Joe Rogan type, but a lot younger. Not as funny. I don't know. Yeah, definitely <laughs> not as funny. I haven't seen any of his stand up either, yeah. so I can't say that. Oh. A lot of people yeah. say he's really good, like other comedians, but comedians yeah. I don't think are allowed to criticize each other. <laughs> no, they got to pump each other up. You're right. It's only yeah. fair. But uh, yeah. what, were, what were you saying before that, though? About Oh, yeah. Um, you got to watch the latest Tim Dillon podcast uh, to the very end to, okay. see, to see what may be next for one of those pods. <laughs> <laughs> for Brian McCallum's pods. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. yeah, yeah, I love watching Tim Dillon's podcast, so I don't want to spoil any of that stuff. He does play a few clips on there because um, I guess 
TBS tournament elapsed, he didn't get on to the next round. <laughs> so he plays some funny ass clips, but he always has the funniest fucking clips. Like he's the new SNL, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now the podcasting is, but yeah, enough about uh, your favorite podcasters and them having sex with children and <laughs> and <laughs> our respects for other podcasters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you can read more about that all you want. I, we won't speculate until stuff's done in court. Um, yeah, let's just say hopefully. Justice is served. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully, justice is served. Hopefully, both sides of equal representation um, so that uh, the judge can see through the bullshit and get to the facts or the jury can. Yeah. 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 I I got my opinions. You've kind of heard them a little bit. You can probably guess how I feel about these things. But yeah, exactly. We'll see. I want to wait and see how this plays out. Me, you maybe not be able to guess, but yeah. I hope the person who did. what they are saying or not saying gets proven correctly or incorrectly (laughs) (laughs) and the facts show (laughs) as long as the facts show i'll be happy but (laughs) i don't want to comment either way because uh those are my friends you know potentially in a few years if if potentially when i become famous will be my friends or become molested by comedians Yeah, I, when I, I become famous enough to get molested. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. I hear you can suck Joey Diaz's dick for stage time. <laughs> yeah, Brian Callen too. <laughs> probably anyone who's run the stage. Whoa, yeah. Whoa, whoa. It's probably just part of the job. They probably just yeah. give it to you. And they're like, okay, here's the deal, okay? <laughs> if if you... They didn't get the joke. They just didn't get the joke, and they actually went through with it, and the whole thing was a bit. <laughs> it was a bit that just continued and went wrong. Like, that's all it is to it. Sometimes bits go too far, but you got to commit. Have you seen improv? Have you heard of improv? Yeah, have you heard of <laughs> improv? shout on a stage in front of a crowd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's on a... He has his own Netflix show, though, with fucking... <laughs> That Jillian Jacobs from Community. Yeah, yeah it's funny. Blood type. It's called humor. Yeah. yeah, it's comedy. It's a joke, people. <laughs> <laughs> They're both in on a joke. <laughs> you don't like the joke after it's done. Doesn't yeah. you can't. <laughs> you liked it during. Mean you can't use the law. <laughs> 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 to unconsent. <laughs> When you signed up for improv, you consented. <laughs> I'm kidding. But, I'm kidding. I'm so I'm so sorry for anybody. Yeah, this is dangerous territory. During improv, that is not funny. I'm very sorry. Yeah, uh, we might even have to cut that, but we'll probably not. We just won't put it in a clip. <laughs> Will cannabis entrepreneurs switch to psychedelics? So, what you've been waiting for? The Sunday news. Sat- this came out Saturday, actually, from Benzenga. And uh, I'm worried if cannabis entrepreneurs switch to psychedelics. I don't so what do you mean by that? Motherfuck- like which <laughs> I don't trust a lot of these motherfuckers who so, did some pump and dump. Yeah, you just mean like these same guys that took over the cannabis industry and ruined it? They're going to try and take over the mushroom industry and ruin it? Yeah, everything? exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, like, I think that's inevitable. I mean, yeah. I don't know how, how that doesn't happen unless like, I, I just don't know how it's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, th- it kind of is very important for them to be a part of it because they know or knew how to get from medical to recreational. Yeah, but yeah. But if they're not the guys who were there from zero to medical, 
I don't think they're the right guys because a lot of these guys are pump and dub schemes. And right now, psychedelics that aren't marijuana are 100% illegal. Like, yeah, <laughs> there's no Oregon's trying to pass this thing in the state election. Maybe your city's decriminalized it, but that doesn't make it legal. Yeah. And, uh, you know what scares me the most? Yeah. It's like, I don't really trust these companies as much as people who are illegally doing this. Like, yeah. I feel like it's dangerous to let these companies try and sell mushrooms because they're going to kill some people. There's going to be yeah. a couple lawsuits before. It, yeah, who knows what you could know what happen. I mean? If, depending on the experiments. I don't think it's deadly, but uh, if they let people go wild. If you grow they it can... wrong. True moldy. Yeah, true. It's, it's mushrooms. That's, that's the thing is like no, one, no one's stupid. Usually but people But they're trying to do them. synthetics. You, usually yeah. you eat them before you send them out. I don't think companies would do that. I think they'd be like, You're this right. is borderline okay. Let's send it out. Yeah. But yeah, that's why I think the only way they're going to legalize it is if they can synthesize it. But plenty of mail order mushrooms available. Um, I don't want to tell you the names of the sites. I don't want to bait these guys out here because uh, they might be loyal Instagram followers. <laughs> That's how I came about a lot of these sites, actually. Um, we're trying not to get the CIA to follow us, so sorry if we unfollow your accounts. <laughs> <laughs> you can yell at us all you want. Feel free to. We're still we going to unfollow haters. you. Haters going to hate. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can unfollow us. There's a button right there. It's pretty easy. Yeah. We didn't sign a contract. We were just trying to get your attention. Uh, yeah. Hope you like the show. If you don't, go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And yeah, like, no, no bad yeah. intentions. No harm, no yeah. bad. I mean, I, we keep following uh, people we like, you know? Maybe you should just post better stuff. Like, yeah, exactly. Or post less stuff. That's, yeah. that's another reason we get, you get unfollowed. Either post stop, consistent. Stop trying to get us to jump on your boring live streams. Like, I'm not... Yeah. Yeah, stop with the live videos or else we'll unfollow quickly. Stop with the spam, we unfollow that. F funny memes, which I have, is hard to come across. <laughs> I keep following those ones. And then uh, good quality content. Like, don't shy away from those. Like, Yeah, people talking about them drugs. Yeah, exactly. Check out our <laughs> podcast. Check out ASAP Rockies. Check out Tim Dillon's. Check out Joe Rogan. Check Rogan's. out Maps. Check out maps. Yeah, check out check out mapping the mind. Those those are the check out have a good trip Netflix even like those ones are all super cool shit that consistently post good stuff. It's not our fault they have a lot of followers already. Like <laughs> we want to follow everybody, but we don't want all these fucking live video things and fucking spams and we don't need more DMs about trying to buy your drugs. Like <laughs> you can see you're selling drugs. You don't need to say none yeah. for sale and then DM your us. bio. Your bio already <laughs> says DM you for drugs. Okay. You yeah. don't have to ask me. I yeah, don't exactly. Want we don't trust scammers, but yeah, the scammers are out in full force. Like you're saying, Todd, with uh, yeah. these psychedelic companies, uh, if they're not focused on just getting from zero to medicinal, I'd be concerned, although I do really want to support the recreational market. Like, I do believe it should be like California, where if you have headache, cluster headaches, you can go get mushrooms. If you are distracted, you can go get mushrooms. Like, you should need to yeah. check in with a doctor, just like any drug. I think even cannabis is kind of crazy that it's just gone totally recreational because I've seen some people have some bad side <clears throat> effects. Yeah. Not... I've never seen someone take alcohol and immediately have like schizophrenic type side effects, psychosis type side effects. 
<laughs> yeah. Like, maybe that's just me. I've seen it on marijuana at least once. <laughs> so I've smoked with a lot of fucking people though. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, that that's the only thing I think. Like as you get into more powerful drugs, you need to have more doctors involved. Um and yeah, less my favorite uh entrepreneurs, executives. My like favorite Bruce idea Linton. is these like rehabs they have, these doctor yeah. set up rehabs. I feel like that you should with the most of the rest of these drugs, you should almost just have safe places to go to do them, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, Bruce Linton, who left Cannabis Growth Corp, um, he's now working on Mind Medicine, Mind Med, and Who's Red that? Light Holland. Bruce Linton. He's a director he? with Mind Med. He was the CEO of Cannabis Growth Corp, formerly. Oh, okay. Yeah, and mm-hmm. now he's also, he's also chairman with Red Light Holland, where Russell Peters works, too. Oh, this place. Yeah. And then uh, in June 2020, Aurora Cannabis co-founder Terry Booth uh, left the cannabis venture, and now he shifted towards psychedelics, investing in Red Light Holland, and also joined Psyched Wellness Corp Sport. So Red Light Holland's a brand that focuses on truffles for recreational market in Amsterdam. I'd be really concerned about Terry Booth, because I don't think Aurora Cannabis is all it was shaped up to be as far as... um, the news that came out behind it all. Maybe I'm wrong, but you can look into it. Same with Afria. You can look into it. Some weird shady shit going on there. Yeah. Or what's yeah, well, going on out, there? Out here on the East Coast, so I'm hearing more about other, other companies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. Uh, I know folks in Leamington where there's stuff going on. Todd's yeah. worked at some places. Yeah, I can't mention <laughs> signed contracts and stuff. Yeah. I'm going to stay off air. Todd's worked at a lot of different LPs, so you can't yeah. guess which one either. Yeah. <laughs> and we won't say anything bad about any of those. Yeah, they, they, yeah but, they force you not to tell anyone legally. But yeah, we're I'm worried about these companies that aren't controlled by doctors and people that he, are involved he, with cannabis. Here's the other thing, though, is like, I feel like this is how we're, the only way we're really going to get to this place is when you have these big companies. It's like, they're the only ones with the political push, you know? Yeah. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Here, I gotta go to the bathroom again. My yeah, bad. I know. I... <laughs> All right, back in action. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Just uh, lots of coffee and water, you know. We got uh, technical difficulties. <laughs> Jason difficulties. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, sprung a leak. <laughs> but yeah, there's definitely. Uh, lot more potential for these psychedelic drugs at this point i guess people are overlooking the fact that cannabis is working so well and if you watch our last episode stronger than thc and cbd number 10 uh it's we're telling you about even new compounds like epm 301 that are pretty interesting and uh yeah so both marijuana and psychedelics in general are going to be able to make a big impact and I think uh, the most important thing for both those things is not the recreational market, even though it's, that would be fucking cool as hell. <laughs> it's more of these medicines for like, yeah, like for cannabis. Like if you watch documentaries, like children with cancer, people with like, uh, I forget what it is, like cerebral palsy or MS, whichever one makes you like have yeah. like Parkinson's or whatever the hell it is. Like there's mean- people that need cannabis. Epilepsy? feel normal epilepsy i Dummy. think is one yeah i don't know man. 
there's no there's one that makes you like shake and talk like and like stuff like that probably parkinson's there's lots of there's lots of things where cannabis is proven to be good we need more research on lots more things yeah even rick simpson oil for cancer to treatment to skin cancer treatment but mainly for uh kids to just get by with like the nausea and cancer patients in general but psychedelics is great for mental health and that's something that's really important nowadays and always should have yeah. been but kind of got with proper washed. use yeah with proper use yeah not the way we do it the way we do it is just fun <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly not the way we're talking about exactly but yeah before uh we get into some crazy news on china let's just cover everything else that was in the the news recently so the first one uh a daily mail article that came out today will jeff epstein's secret ex shelly and lewis lift the lid on prince andrew's sex abuse claims british that's a heavy title yeah the british spiritual guru shelly revealed as millionaire girlfriend millionaire's girlfriend at the time of virginia roberts allegations against the duke of york and she could now be approached by prosecutors so what what's this with the duke of york is that that's prince andrew is that, is that prince andrew and how how is she involved with him um just she's not exactly but she was jeff Epstein's girlfriend girl so they think years. they just think she has dirt on him yeah because she was the girlfriend for three years during 99 to 2002 <laughs> So is that just before Ghislaine? Um, I think it was overlapping. If I'm not mistaken, Ghislaine Maxwell was part of the whole Maria Farmer story in 95, 96. Okay. So, so it's after dated... the fact in UK. So she may or may not just be a part another of the operation. Yeah, yeah. Just another mistress. And then it sounds like she's almost running her own scam too. She's a spiritual guider. Yeah, well, you know? guru, guru. It, what guru. she says is she runs a firm that hosts yoga retreats in the U.S., having previously owned companies that offering lifestyle guru courses to clients who wish to heal from their past. <laughs> so yeah, definitely, definitely seems like it. just like a new age scam. Yeah, and yeah, last night one of the lawyers said Miss Lewis may have information which we could valuable, which could aid victims who are seeking compensation from Epstein's estate. We could urge her to tell the FBI what she knows. And then, yeah, yeah. Do they have reason to? How did so? How did they find her? This is the first time here, never. Well, it was in an email to Epstein in January 2015, released last week as part of a tranche of documents compiled in a defamation case brought by Miss Roberts. Maxwell 58 wrote, "I would appreciate if Shelley would come out and say she was your girlfriend. I think she was from '99 to 2002." Wait, so Ghislaine emailed him and was like t- trying to get him to admit to her that they were dating? Yes, because of, uh, they were trying to do the defamation, defamation case against Virginia Guffrey's Roberts. I don't understand how that's related. Uh, I don't know. We don't, I don't know. Yeah, like if, but if he admitted that, would that Some sort of Shelley and Lewis corroboration or to say they weren't involved or prove they weren't involved, maybe. Maybe it is all lies and... Prince Andrew's conning them into taking the meat. <laughs> That'd be intense. That would be crazy. That's a big conspiracy 
alert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ignore that. Ignore that. YouTube, don't block us for me saying that. <laughs> or block us, whatever. Who gives a shit? Uh, yeah. Uh, we support the royal family and everything they do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Bilderberg, any Bilderberg group member would not lie to you. <laughs> Trust all of them completely and fully. Um, but yeah, flight logs appear to show that Miss Shelley Ann Lewis was a frequent passenger on Epstein's private jets. Lolita Express, and often traveling only with the U.S. financier, who apparently took his life last August while awaiting trial for child sex offenses. Our word, not our words, Daily Mail said apparently. We know he took his life. That's what the autopsy says and the intelligence agencies in the U.S. government. <laughs> God bless. That's what all the autopsies said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Same reason, yeah, George Floyd also didn't die from someone leaning on the back of his neck. It was coronavirus and being fat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> rest in peace, crack. George Floyd, though. Rest in peace, George Floyd. Like, yeah. That's disrespect. You know that autopsy's fucking cooked up. Just like yeah, Epstein's. Ridiculous. <laughs> that was legitimate first degree murder. That, yeah. that cop knew him. It's crazy. Yeah, you all, you all thought just Lane Maxwell was going to be the murder of the year. We'll see. She still could be, but it seems like George Floyd is at this point, unfortunately. Rest, rest in peace, George Floyd. Hope his family gets paid well from that GoFundMe. Um, but yeah, destinations with Miss Lewis included New York and Little St. James, dubbed as Pedo <laughs> Island. These guys put A, Pedo with an A. I guess, I think they don't know how pedophile spelled. <laughs> is it British? Yeah. There is well, that's a why. They... They spell it different. Even different than us? I think or maybe so. I'm spelling it wrong, and I'm just a dumb Canadian. But yeah, if you want to go deep, this article Is it the full like, word? Uh, There's an A in pedophile. <laughs> P, usually it's P-E-D-O. Like, look at Elon Musk's tweets. Pedo guy. P-E-D-O. And then P-H-I-L-E. I know because I have to tell all my neighbors, so like the deaf ones, I have to write it down. Like, I'm a pedophile. I live within a certain distance of you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, I'm don't hang out with Brian Callen or Chris D'Elia. I've not been involved in any of those situations. <laughs> but, but yeah. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, I don't want to go too deep on this Daily Mail article and take all the, the heat from them. It just basically goes back into the, the story you can watch. Uh, Jeff Epstein, Filthy Rich on Netflix, or uh, watch some of our previous pods on Epstein and Trump Chronicles, uh, or our clips on the Gislaine Maxwell stuff specifically, if you want to get caught up on that quickly. But uh, in some other news, outside of that whole crazy scandal, let's, let's go into this interesting news about the NS Nova Scotia mass shooter. He allegedly had guns, drugs, secret rooms, court documents say, and hmm. uh, that he smuggled drugs from Maine for years, an associate told police. See, that there, though, is just like, that was just some guy who said that. They, they haven't substantiated that at all. Yeah. It was just his friend who was like, yeah, he told me all the time that he sold boatloads of opiates yeah. <laughs> or something. Yeah, some... Some pretty crazy news, but yeah, this is what it says. In a subsequent interview with Halifax Regional Priest, someone who knew Wartman for nine years described him as a sexual predator. 
who provided people in Porta Peak and nearby economy with drugs. That same person who had not seen Wartman for eight months. <laughs> so yeah, they're even questioning him in the CBC article. Claimed he had smuggled drugs yeah. from Maine for years, quotations, and kept a stockpile of guns according to documents. Well, we know about the stockpile of guns. Yeah, so, we like, know about that's the like guns. This, that's like the seed of truth in the field of bullshit. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how this whole article felt to me. But this is, the person told the police, the drugs included a bag of 10,000 Oxycontin and 50,000 allotted pills he'd picked up in New Brunswick. Unless this person is also a criminal informant and or like the guy who was, Wartman was buying the drugs from, I don't believe this. Yeah, no, he's why would just he tell, supposed to be like his friend. Why would <laughs> Wartman be telling anybody, like unless they split or something, Yeah, he bought, he has 10,000 Oxys and 15,000 allotted pills. Yeah. Do you know how Why much money that me? is? <laughs> I, I know. And he just tells yeah. this guy, and this guy just happens to be like a, a nice enough guy to keep it a secret until yeah. he gets caught. And, and then he's like, oh, I'll spill the beans. Yeah. But the other thing is this also, like this guy could just be the RCMP. That like, yeah, it lines up perfectly with the undercover agent story. Like yeah. he's uh, like buying and distributing drugs for some sort of biker gang for the New Brunswick RCMP, supposedly. <laughs> he got $475,000 cash through, uh, what was it? Through some the branch bank. of CIBC that is only for this type of thing. <laughs> and then the craziest thing to me anyways, was the whole, uh, just a former CSIS agent and like the star coming out with like, kind of slander pieces, counterintelligence type pieces, counterintelligence type th tweet threads. Like, oh, this, this isn't true for this reason and that reason. Like, just more suspicious than even the, <laughs> the whole story itself. Yeah. Like, I wasn't, <laughs> I was like, oh, a couple of RCMP agents said that this part of the bank gives cash to people who are doing investigations and i'm like oh that's that's really odd but maybe we should look into that bank more i didn't think like oh yeah for sure wartman's an rcmp agent i'm just like yeah these guys said he was a criminal informant or rcmp agent like that's a given yeah <laughs> like <laughs> but then they came out and said like oh yeah you you don't know if that's true or not and then the rcmp is like we don't release any information on cases so like, and we know about intelligence and counterintelligence. Uh, so yeah, it's just, it's just really crazy. But beyond that, uh, the, the allegations hadn't been tested in court. Like you said, the same witness described Wartman as controlling and paranoid and would talk about getting rid of bodies, burning and chemicals, which is very crazy. Another witness also told investigators that Wartman had a history of domestic violence, said he had shown off a hidden compartment under a workbench in his garage where he stored a high-powered rifle. This sounds more legit. The same witness said there was a false wall in his shed in Dartmouth. A third person told police there was a secret room in the clinic in Dartmouth. The documents state Wartman worked as a denturist and lived above the clinic. I think they found all these secret rooms. Yeah. Yeah, of course they did. But they have to write this stuff because the witnesses came about it. Because this stuff was released Monday. Well, that, that's just some to the corroborate the first guy's fucking stuff. Yeah. Well, some of that first guy's <laughs> story remains redacted. 
because clearly bullshit. He, he either or he knew too much about a, like or, about yeah, an intelligence also, operation yeah, thing yeah <laughs> so like they can't let us know because it's gonna like make the operation exposed <laughs> yeah they, ca- they for, cut like, out the other part guys where... who are out there doing intelligent stuff <laughs> yeah yeah what reason what did they hand- cut out? Just like his handler was the head of the fucking Hell's Angels or something like it. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and yeah, um, among the new sections that were released, witness relayed there were two false walls in a bathroom, two others in a garage, and a storage room under a large deck in Port of Peak. So yeah, all over the place, it seems like. And then there was some rep- two references to the shooter's uncle. Uh, had an uncle who was a retired RCMP member. And his uncle gave parts of his uniform to Gabriel. That also seemed like a suspicious story. It seemed too That's convenient. Where he gets this, yeah. But at the same time, like maybe that was his connection into the RCMP and the criminal informant stuff. Or maybe that was yeah. his protection from the RCMP. But that $475,000 cash is hard to just pretend that's something that the bank will do for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other thing is, too, is like, where did that money go? They didn't really ever find out. They didn't find all this cash. Yeah, he or maybe they did. took it and spent it, gave it to somebody. Yeah, <laughs> and if they did, they haven't told us crap about it. That's, yeah. Which is crazy. But yeah, I wish I could find this story. I don't remember where it was or if I sent it to you one way or another, which way it was. But it's just so, you can look it up probably. <laughs> <laughs> What is this story about? So, yeah, beyond all this RCMP stuff and the, the obvious connection where uh, th- this guy's crazy and clearly could be tied to intelligence or might not be, um, there was this former CSIS agent who now is like a consultant, I guess. <laughs> okay. So, like, she lives in Ottawa, consults on intelligence and like that kind of stuff. And was basically like saying like, Oh, what about this? What about that? Like, here's an article from the star that says the opposite of what that article said. Like maybe this is real and that's wrong. Like that kind of dumb, dumb circular (laughs) speak. Yeah. Yeah. Where is it here? Okay. This is, this is it. Seems like some ex-CSIS person and current consultant is trying to say maybe this guy would drew for 75000 to be on the run. But seems pretty odd he drove an RCMP car in circles all night rather than fleeing. That's what I thought. <laughs> like, yeah. how long did he go on a rampage for? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm not going to glorify this person, so I don't want to give their name, but the Star article they point out Pandemic fears may have led NS gunmen to withdraw hundreds of thousands of dollars prior to massacre. RCMP say. So this person's tweeting this story and RCMP's also saying this story, corroborating. So like, it just seems to me like a whole, if you know propaganda at all, if you know social media intelligence, how Russia uses it, like why wouldn't Canada and US use it the same way to pump their own stuff yeah. forward? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. For all we know, he had connections with like Canadians NSA division, you know. And he went and he looked up texts um, everyone that talked shit about him, you know. And those were just all the people that in his friend group that you know said he was an idiot behind his back. 
Yeah. And then yeah. he went house to house and chopped them both. Yeah, exactly. Some crazy stuff there. We, <laughs> I like, wouldn't I be surprised. When, I, I, I wouldn't either. I remember when the NSA story first broke and they were finding that like, like it was like a serious problem at the agency that people would just like spy on their girlfriends and ex-girlfriends and shit. It's like they had yeah. a name for it at the NSA and stuff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It's just like what you do. Yeah. Snowden. Snowden. Yeah. Snowden fucking blew off the lid, bastard. <laughs> Yeah, that fucking <laughs> Russian Chinese spy. Yeah, what, yeah, what a circuit. <laughs> but yeah, also in uh, speaking of the Halifax police, though, there was some other crazy news that popped up in my feed um, earlier last week. Three, 33.8 million worth of drugs seized from a boat at Halifax Area Yacht Club. And 270 kilograms of suspected cocaine. <laughs> so like 270 times 2.2 that's like 600 plus pounds <laughs> it, it's only suspected though like what if it's only a pound of cocaine and like, the rest is faking <laughs> it's all fake, it's all fake. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah exactly no yeah. they just hadn't cut it yet you know they sent it all together <laughs> <laughs> True. Can- canada border service agency obviously sees 270 kilograms of drugs worth more than 33 million on a boat attempting to dock in halifax News <laughs> issued Wednesday, CBSA said the suspected cocaine was hidden inside the vessels. Sources identified the boat as the interlude and said it happened at the Royal Nova Scotia Yacht Squadron. Uh, on July 17, CBSA became aware of a vessel originating in the Car- Caribbean that had failed to report the CB- to the CBSA upon entry to Canada. So just report and they won't be suspicious. <laughs> this prompted yeah. investigation. <laughs> on the morning of Saturday, July 18, CBSA Halifax Marine Operations officers intercepted the vessel at a yacht club located in the Halifax area. The agency estimated the haul to be worth about $33.8 million. Two people on the boat were arrested and turned over to the RCMP along with the sea suspected drugs. So they're still just suspected. They have to test them. <laughs> yeah, what if, uh, what if it's like this? It's like, that's all baking soda, right? That boat intentionally doesn't identify... So that they go after it. Then the boat right behind it, who did identify, followed the rules, slipped in, without notice, 10 pounds of cocaine on there. <laughs> smart, smart. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, it definitely seems like it was a flex for CBSA too. CBSA officers are trained to investigate and intercept and examine vessels arriving into Canada to ensure the safety and security of our country. Charlotte Demers, Dorian, acting regional director of the Canadian Border Service Agency, said in the release, Drug seizures of this size demonstrate that the Canadian Border Services Agency is committed to preventing illicit drugs from crossing our borders and protecting Canadian communities from the impact of drug smuggling. Yeah. What about the yeah. impact of the police on yeah. these communities? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, those people worked hard for that money, turned it into drugs, yeah. and now they lost it. You guys just fucked <laughs> up the economy. <laughs> They're trying to be successful entrepreneurs and businessmen and you are going out of your way to uh, ruin their livelihoods and put yeah. them in prison and turn yeah. them into slaves, modern-day slaves. That's exactly. what's happening. How long is that money going to just sit there and no one, no one gets to use it yeah. and stimulate the economy? Evidence. <laughs> <laughs> and all this cocaine sitting there in evidence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of uh, money <laughs> and uh, Canadian scandals, let's, let's get into this we charity thing. What do you 
Do you know anything about it already, Todd? Like, I really know nothing on it. Which one? And, like the we the whole uh, we charity Trudeau thing. Never heard of it. I thought. Did you? Read I read the news a, on it. I read the article. Did you yeah. not read the article? I haven't even. Trudeau says well, it he just pushed sounds back like, on uh, contract due to family ties, but it, didn't. It's just weird. So there's a ta- there's a charity. I didn't understand exactly what the problem was. The problem yeah. just seemed to be that he was personally dealing with it. Like yeah. he probably had access to the finances is probably the problem. And basically he, he's, his argument is that um, he deeply cares about whatever the hell they're doing the charity for kids or something that can't read. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't, he didn't really clarify, kids but he was just like, read right. he, he, yeah. He yeah, <laughs> he uh he he cares a lot about it though is what he said. So he cares so much about it that he couldn't not deal with this personally, be personally involved with the finances, True. and uh, and then so that the Congress would have or is it Congress? No, it's the House of Commons. So the House of Commons would have more time to uh, review his involvement with the charity, even though he knew it was wrong before he did it. <laughs> So they'd have more time to review it. He postponed um, them voting on it's uh, being a problem. Well, I'm not totally sure. He he delayed the whole process though. Like they were supposed to review it and vote on like if he should step back. And he delayed it, and he he made try to make it sound like it was <laughs> it was a good thing. Yeah. And then he's like, in hindsight though, I should have just recused myself from the whole situation. Just like the biggest bullshit, but. Like, he did the same thing with the Trudeau Foundation. I don't know if anybody remembers back, I don't know, a couple of years ago in his first term. He had the Trudeau Foundation, which was set up after his father. Yeah. And, uh, and then it turned out that large amounts of money were donated from the Dutch, Chinese, various European countries. And everyone was like, what the fuck? And then the guy who was in charge of the charity, I listened to a, a CBC interview he did on the radio. Where he was like, pretty much like, I, I stepped down from the thing because uh, I have no idea why this is so sketchy. And then when I asked the Trudeaus about it, they weren't very forthcoming. He was like, I felt like the fall guy for this. So I just fucking quit. Wow. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. That was a few years ago. So I, I'm surprised anyone's surprised by this. And like, how come it, all you have to do is be professional and nice and no one wants to impeach you or call you a criminal. Like, yeah, yeah Trump's an asshole. His, <laughs> he got away with his SNC level and things scot-free, but like, we're used to like criminal <laughs> presidents. Like, look at Paul Martin and John Grisham both got in. You mean prime ministers? Liberal, liberal prime ministers are all. Well, so. I don't really know a whole lot about our old prime ministers. I mean, yeah. I just know I'm, they're boring as fuck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Conservatives all they did was shady too but probably yeah. different ways because they like are I, good for business <laughs> how i how i've always felt is like uh the conservative party is like super pro american capitalism and then like the liberal party is like pro european and chinese ca- fucking business you know yeah yeah exactly <laughs> it's just it like sense. different outside interests yeah 100 percent. that's what it is so yeah the the just to go over the the cbc article the end of it our classic uh, scroll through to get to the end for the clickbait. So like this is the We charity has been under public scrutiny since the controversy erupted with news headlines about board member resignations, allegations of staff mistreatment and mass layoffs due to the financial squeeze caused by the pandemic. If he knew about some of these things and he allowed it to proceed, 
then he will be admitting that he played a role in this corruption. And if he didn't know, that means that nobody did due diligence on a $900 million program, Shear said. <laughs> yeah. You, either yeah. way, that's crazy. Billion dollar the, program. And then that's the other thing is he shouldn't even have even been involved with this. He should have already like stepped down from this being the prime minister. Yeah. That's the stupidest thing. It's like, it's like there's no question he was obviously doing something shady. Should have never been there in the first place. Yeah. I don't know yeah, why we let him do that. Like, like I, <laughs> I remember Jimmy, Jimmy Carter sold his peanut farm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we let these guys just do whatever the hell they want. It's like, no, you shouldn't have any business with anything. Yeah. Don't give exactly. a fuck. You're, not You're in politics now. You're not allowed, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sell that shit. I don't care if you were a businessman. You aren't anymore. Yeah. You write laws now. It's Dumb over ass. now. It's over now. <laughs> yeah, it's over. You're not making any money. Yeah, exactly. You made your money. Enjoy yeah. it. And now spend it on the people, you and GTFO. fucking douchebags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And yeah, there's... There's a cool, uh, I, I didn't look, even watch this either, but I guess there's a video that's the timeline of Justin Trudeau's We Charity controversy from Global News. There's um, <clears throat> a link of that in, in our video for you guys uh, or our show notes here. Let me just see so you guys can watch it there. It's seven minutes long, so we're not going to play it on the pod because uh, we are running a bit long on time. Already, there's just been so much news. And uh, to one other thing, I guess we should have covered in the sports segment, but I kind of want to just cover it before we go deep on the whole new China news and everything. Uh, yeah. The sports coming back <laughs> with NBA restart. MLB's going crazy with the whole uh, people, different teams postponing games canceling things the marlins and another team now too both had to cancel games because so many people tested positive with covid but uh the nba seemed to do it right nobody testing positive whatsoever so far and uh with the restart they've all been doing their their thing for black black lives matter they all are allowed to put names on the back of their jersey change it up to phrases if they feel like or leave it as names if they want to be like uh capitalist uh pig <laughs> jordan conservatives buy shoes too you know you gotta do what you gotta do <laughs> yeah <laughs> get that paper i don't blame anybody um <laughs> yeah some people conspiracy theorists think the black lives matter is just a marxist socialist movement but that's not the case it's a civil right movement that those people are also trying to infiltrate <laughs> yeah <laughs> watch, our, watch our video on portland riots <laughs> yeah uh, it's just a woke shit trying to tap into the civil rights stuff like they always do probably some counterintelligence type stuff actually to just discredit it yeah but yeah it's all, all cia for... operations yeah exactly Fucking blm was a legit thing years ago and now it's just the cia it's like the black panthers man yeah they exactly. were cool until they became cia assets yeah exactly these things become a threat so they have to get infiltrated by the cia uh, just like the New York Times, just like everything cool, just like SpaceX. When it gets <laughs> gets too big, like the CIA yeah. agents get people in there. And yeah. That's how it gets influenced. Um, or yeah, people like, end up on the board that are part of the government or military. So yeah. that they can get those military government contracts. It's like these companies do it to themselves, not always on purpose. Um, 
but <laughs> out of desperation often to get those billion yeah. dollar government contracts just to be the best yeah. just the very best like no one ever was you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah to catch them is my cause yeah that's also in the last episode trash catch him you can catch that clip <laughs> todd, trash todd, todd trashes me for uh being a shitty pokemon trainer <laughs> for my getup but but yeah the nba restart's been pretty oh, yeah. cool to watch um i've watched quite a few games got to see lebron put his nuts in some people's face which is dope Got to see the Raptors uh, put their nuts in LeBron's face and beat the Lakers last night, too. <laughs> but, yeah, reimagining how NBA fans and teams experience the game of basketball with together mode in Microsoft Teams. Basically, during the whole NBA restart, it's been an advertisement for Microsoft Teams <laughs> to, like, be part of the crowd. <laughs> so they've got this virtual crowd where everyone's sitting in their seats uh, behind the crowd because it was really weird during the scrimmages. It was kind of like the UFC where it was empty. It's a little more loud and noisy than the UFC because you got the classic court squeaks and uh, quite a few more people sitting courtside just for the team support. Huh. But yeah, with the digital crowd with Microsoft Teams there, it definitely seems like a cool ad. But they got me. I want to get into the together mode. <laughs> I want to figure out how to, how to get on there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I saw one game. It was like a Michelob Ultra. You got, I think you got to buy tickets through the Michelob Ultra courtside or something weird like that. So it's just Sounds an interesting. Yeah. Sounds like a scam. Very. But, yeah, starting July 30, the NBA will outfit each game court with 17-foot-tall LED screens that wrap three sides of the arena. These stands will be populated with more than 300 cheering fans who will join the game in together mode. Yeah. Yeah, all these fans, you mean fucking worshippers of your fucking weird basketball gods? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So all you sports fans are just looking for a replacement for religion. <laughs> for the most part. Well, religion's kind of messed up, but so is... Uh, <laughs> so so is everything else let's be honest but yeah it's, yeah, I'm just it's an asshole. <laughs> sports is just a marketing scheme religion's yeah, just man. a marketing scheme to get pedophilia into the masses yeah <laughs> into the mainstream <laughs> yeah exactly exactly they've been doing it forever guys they've been doing it forever guys why do you think they wanted to separate church and state <laughs> too much pedophilia now the now it's taken over the state already yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> But yeah, uh, should we get into the Ivanka Trump or should we take a take a break for BTs, Todd? What do you think? Uh, I don't know. BTs probably. BT time. All right, yeah. guys. We're getting Sorry. into it. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna You're going to have to hear a word from our sponsor. Yeah, we'll be back Me? soon. Yeah, we'll be <laughs> back soon with the Bong Dokes or uh, maybe it'll be a new episode to be continued. We'll see. We yeah. covered a lot of shit, and I think we passed an hour. And uh, this this next thing's gonna we're gonna bust it wide open. So yeah, we're gonna bust it so open that your fucking head is gonna explode. Yeah. Can't even handle how open this fucking bust is gonna be. <laughs> I was thinking anus, but I don't know why. <laughs> Unless your head's up your ass, because <laughs> we're gonna blow your fucking mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah th thanks for listening brothers we'll catch you again soon might be a, a minute from now and the episode continues might be a couple days from now but 
Thanks again, chat soon. Peace Bye. out, fuckers. <laughs> hey, all you drug fiends and cartel heads. We know you uh, want to support the show, or maybe you don't, and you're just really into drugs. So, <laughs> so if you're looking for Rap Drugs Pod and Bong Tok Productions merch, we got you covered. Teespring.com slash stores slash rap drugs. That's T-E-E-S-P-R-I-N-G dot C-O-M slash S-T-O-R-E-S slash R-A-P-D-R-U-G-S. Hit that rewind a couple times till you get that down in your head or just uh, copy and paste it into your browser in the show notes below. If you're looking for uh, hoodies, long sleeve and short sleeve tees and tote, bags we got all kinds made from organic ring spun cotton and recycled polyester so it feels good on your butt and it feels good in your head uh you don't have to trip <laughs> out thinking you're uh you did some slave labor to get those clothes from china even though probably was <laughs> also slave labor but <laughs> offset it a little bit with environmentally friendly stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well Ch- i've heard from china recently that they've uh, greatly increased the quality of their work environment yeah, yeah. Fox specifically. Know... <laughs> <laughs> we all know how truthful the CCP can be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. When they updated their coronavirus deaths 50%, they also mentioned this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turned yeah. out that all the unhappy people had died from the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they were just putting indirect death. These people killed themselves because they were upset <laughs> other people got coronavirus. <laughs> they still don't know where the 21 million cell phones offline went, but <laughs> uh, th- that was probably all just Yeager Muslims, anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, we won't chemically castrate you, uh, just make you buy clothing. You can also get stickers, mugs, pillows, towels, and masks. Uh, and with the sale of all our products, we do something good. Unlike the Chinese government, we donate a little something to something to the homeless in downtown Toronto. Like we've always been saying, uh, we're not just kidding around. We actually want to share some of the love with them. So According to teespring.com, the, the company hosting our store, where you go, teespring.com slash store slash wrap drugs. Uh, if you buy a tote bag, hoodies, or long sleeve tees, an extra donation is made to environmental nonprofit orgs. So again, you get your mind all jacked off from uh, donations <laughs> there. And every mask sold. So if you want to buy a nice Bong Tok Productions mask, rep that you're a smoker. Uh, since people can't smell your weed breath. <laughs> uh, <laughs> $1 with every mass is donated to nonprofits to feed children in need. Since uh, there's no breakfast clubs and shit for them to go to at school right now. Unless uh, Donnie Boy can convince the schools to open across the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, La- last thing we really want to pump out. Uh, maybe I'll go deep on the merch after this, but... We're, we're also coming out with our own clothing line to be determined. We're not going to give you the name just yet, but uh, it's going to be something wild, going to be something <laughs> crazy. We're probably going to copy a bunch of names like, uh, you know, get some Rap Drugs Supply Co. out there, some Rap Drugs Outfitters, you know. <laughs> Steal those logos like you've been liking on IG and seeing us do so far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just uh, parrying them. Parrying them. 
Yeah. All you lawyers, watch this clip. We're parodying the logo. (laughs) (laughs) So eventually new merch is going to start dropping uh, every week or so or every couple months, whenever we feel like it. So just (laughs) keep up with all the announcements on uh, uh, our Instagram and our YouTube, IGTV, whatever podcast player you like. And uh, we're going to have all our new merch uh, popping through. Yo, thanks for listening to or uh, watching Rap Drugs Pod, the research and psychedelics drug show. That's what we're all about, research and psychedelics. Yeah, a lot more research on intelligence agents than uh, you might expect from a show about psychedelic drugs, but you got to know they're dishing out the LSD to people. Anyways, don't forget to subscribe. (laughs) If you're on YouTube, hit the bell for notifications. Drop a comment down below. Give us a like. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, show some love with a five-star review already. We appreciate all you fucking drug fiends out there coming in every day, hitting that like. Exactly. And don't forget to uh, join the cartel. That's right. Follow us on IG at Rap Drugs Pod. You can watch the show in parts a couple days later come out on IGTV right there on your phone. We're probably going to get banned, kicked off YouTube anyways. Maybe IGTV too. So yeah, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast as well. On whatever platform you listen to, it doesn't have to be Apple. We're on everything, boy. (laughs) And yeah, we don't have any Patreon or shit like that. Uh, We're not trying to scam you out of five bucks each month. You can go use that on Netflix or coffee. But we would love a donation. So Everything we do is totally free. If you think it's worth even a buck or 50, uh, just shoot that to the paypal.me slash rapdrugs.pod and you can sleep easy at night uh, knowing we're going to take a homeless man out for lunch beers or something cool. Whatever Todd feels like that day, the homeless man. Probably smoking weed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna let the we're gonna, it's gonna be uh two against one. Whatever me and Todd vote, all this guy's gotta do it with us if he's one of our Shout out to him. Yeah, unless uh one of us agrees with him instead of the other guy, which is likely to happen if you watch the whole episode. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh you if you if you're not into just giving us something for free, you don't think the content's that good? Well, fuck you. Uh, you can buy our merch at Teespring, t e e s p r i n g dot com slash stores with an s s t o s t o r e s slash wrapped drugs. That's r a p d r u g s. Yeah, play that back a few times. Hit that 15 second rewind. Uh, teespring.com slash stores slash rap drugs if you want to support us and rep the show prove you're a part of the cartel uh but we don't recommend it unless you want the cia following you around and shit like that (laughs) (laughs) just kidding they already are (laughs) yeah yeah exactly if you're on facebook and the ig you're already getting followed (laughs) (laughs) they already know what you're gonna do today before you do yeah (laughs) yeah exactly they got the thought they got the thought police working so last thing uh we love all the dms emails and texts we've been getting so far so if you want to reach out uh we'd love to hear your feedback and answer your questions don't try calling because we'll just send you straight to voicemail uh, and yeah, we're thinking of a cool new segment. So if you have any crazy trip stories you want to share, DM, email, text, 
and we'll set up a Zoom or just send us the full story and we'll do it anonymously. Um, or we'll share your name and we'll just do it for you. So whatever you're more comfortable with, uh, we think it would be cool to get more trip stories in. We know people really liked uh, Netflix, have a good trip, but uh, we, we don't all want to hear about Ben Stiller trying to get home when he was high on acid. Like we're trying to hear more fucking crazy uh, ad rock trips of people in the desert fucking getting picked up by the, the cartel that was really just a bunch of friendly dudes or whatever shit you're into. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, whatever happened to you when you were fucked up on drugs, uh, we'd like to know. We'd like to set up a Zoom so the fans can hear all about the crazy shit or uh, just share your story and we can, we can punch it up and share it too without uh, changing any of the facts. <laughs> Todd, anything else you want the, the fans to do to uh, support the show? Show some love? Uh, or did send I ask me money? for too much already? <laughs> <laughs> Not enough. I need yeah. money. I need lots of money. Yeah. Uh, minimum $100 donations or get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and this is why Todd isn't allowed to uh, control the finances. He wanted to set up a Patreon, 100 bucks a month. <laughs> He's like, every all the other podcasts do it. <laughs> Are we good enough yet? Yeah. I'm better than Joe Rogan. Yeah, well, yeah, us too. Well, that's cable, Todd. Ellen's free to everyone <laughs> because they want to give you the propaganda dish to your mind. <laughs> yeah i'm just joking same with joe rogan though joe rogan doesn't have no patreon no he doesn't eh yep these tim dillons and come towns like they're funny as shit but chapel trap house they just want some of your cash so they can uh go crazy <laughs> yeah we're not really selling this anymore yeah we go crazy so on youtube TV. <laughs> oh, yeah. we don't need to sell it because we got you guys supporting us and we love it you for it so yeah. uh keep on buying the merch, joining the cartel by following us and subscribing on all the platforms. Uh, again, don't forget to give us a like, whether it's on IG or YouTube. And uh, like Todd said, send some fucking cash already to paypal.me slash rapdrugspod or go buy some merch at teespring.com and send your trip stories in, you fucking dummies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Peace out for now, you fiends. Thanks again for listening and watching. Peace.